Hi, this is Victoria Nolley, and here with me is Professor Peter Cameron. Again, as I mentioned in my previous videos, he is the director of the Center for Energy, Petroleum, Mineral Law and Policy at the University of Dundee. Well, he has been supervising me since 2013. So you definitely need to hear from him. Today, we want to talk about local content provisions. In our last video for practitioners, we tackled decommissioning of oil and gas installations. But before we start on local content, I'd like Professor Cameron to introduce himself again. Well, thank you, Victoria. I, 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 I have, have been the author of a number of publications and I've done a certain amount of practical work. I think uh, I, I mentioned to you before, I'd, I'd written several books uh, and the, the last one was the, the, the World Bank publication, which has already proved very popular, which deals with, uh, amongst other things, it does have sections on local content, um, uh, because local content really is such an extraordinarily hot topic now, but it wasn't always the case. A few years ago, much less uh, was known about it. Um, so it's been nice to engage in topics like that. All right, so how did, how, how has the, how have the provisions of local content emerged in the past? I think, I think everybody's fe been feeling a little bit unhappy about the, the limited benefits that governments receive from the development of their hydrocarbons and, mi and mineral resources over the years. And so most governments and indeed most of the people that, that, that the communities that, 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 that um, support those governments, they're really keen to see more benefits coming to the people. And so the whole point of local content is to try and enhance the benefits for local people so that you think beyond revenue to jobs, creation of businesses and so on. That's the general idea behind a local content policy. All right, and then, because yes, as he has mentioned, many countries would like to benefit from their resources, but then what should these countries consider when they are enforcing local content provisions? Because it's one thing to have it on paper, but then it's another thing to enforce it to ensure that it really works for the benefit of the people. Well, I would say you need an agency, a dedicated agency for local content. Some of our graduate students have actually um, got jobs in these local content agencies, particularly in Nigeria, but I think much of the leadership is actually done by our former students, which is something I'm really, really pleased about um, because it's, it's such an important area and it's actually quite difficult. But without an agency, you don't have the teeth to push something through. Your policy has to be realistic, but you must have an enforcement arm. All right, and then, cause for local content, we also have expectations from the various companies that are involved in energy and mining. So what, what advice would you give to these various investors with regard to enforcing local content? Because at the end of the day, they also benefit if the people are benefiting, if the people are happy with their projects, the investors also are happy. So what are the key things the investors should consider? Well, I think, my own, ex my own experience with investors has, has, been, has been really, really good. Uh, some of them are enormously um, uh, are quite passionate about helping to develop a local content policy. 
Um, maybe some of them a little bit less so, but most most of them that, that I've met have been have been very positive. Expectations, however, can be uh, can be tricky to manage among the people that are new to the industry because it tends to be capital intensive and also um, it, it, it's not exactly labor intensive. It, you need skills to get the best jobs in this industry. So that means that your local content policy has to try and develop the skills locally that are quite specialist. Um, so, so companies in a way have to help local, um, local governments to, to nurture the talent, and, and it'll take it takes some time. So I, I, I don't, I don't think that the big emphasis is really on the investor side. It's more that if if it if the there's an emphasis there, it's to encourage investors to be patient and to be persistent in the face of of um, the difficulties that they will get when they meet people who maybe don't know about this industry. They don't know how it works. They've got, they they they're unfamiliar with it. Sometimes there can be a lot of jobs created in construction, but maybe short term. And that's not really the sort of thing that you you, you want you want to be focused on. You want to be focused on long term gain, um, and and that that really means a long term plan that investors need to have to help the government and help the local communities to to educate their their people, especially their their young people. Thank you very much, Professor Cameron. That marks the end of our video on local content provisions. The next one, we shall be talking about the challenges energy investors face in the 21st century. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm.